The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. people around the country would say this is what they needed to humble themselves we wasn't arrogant or whatever we just we're confident people if our confidence offends your insecurity that's a problem with you it's not us uh, we expect to do well we expect to play well we expect to win every game we step out there we expect to practice to perfection and go out there and uh, execute the things that we practice we just didn't do it today i don't say stuff just to say it for a click you know contrary to what some may say but uh I, yeah I, I keep receipts uh but I'm serious. I analyze and I understand what we're up against and what we have and what we need. One thing that I can say honestly and candidly, you better get me right now. This is the worst we're going to be. You better get me right now. Now, somebody, yeah, I, I got messengers. God bless him, though, man. He's a great coach. He did a great job. God bless him. He take their shots. They won. I don't shoot. I don't do that. They won. So Sarah uh, was in. Shout out. Sarah was in Colorado. Listen, man, this is, this is a message here. There's a message here. All right. Uh, Sarah was in Colorado last week on business, and the one request from Savannah and Mason was that she bring back some Colorado gear, some Coach Prime gear. All right. Um, all right. It was sold out, as you might imagine, but she came back with a with an extra suitcase full of, of paraphernalia of Colorado stuff. And I'm, it's a proud father moment, a proud moment. Because you know what my son wore to school yesterday, a uh, school function yesterday? He wore his Rapid. Colorado hoodie. You know what yeah. my daughter wore to school today? My oldest daughter, she wore her Colorado hoodie. Because see, in the Smith household, we keep that same energy. You understand what I'm saying, Michael? See, I'm about to tell him I had a Dion right now. Because uh, I got in trouble for this on this here show. Because you're, not, you're not a moment. You're not a moment. You're a monument. Keep going. Go ahead. Take your time. You know what I'm saying? You know? So I'm like, I got in trouble for this on this here show once upon a time. You remember, I got in trouble for celebrating Sha'Carri Richardson uh, after she was the same Sha'Carri Richardson in defeat as she had been in victory. Okay? I got, I got, people, people, people got mad at me for that. And now look at Sha'Carri Richardson now. Now everybody back with, now everybody loving her again. They're loving her with her natural hair and whatnot again. They're loving her because people, people tend to be front runners. Pun yes. intended, yes. as yes. I invoke the name right. of a track star. They, they, they tend to be front runners. 
I ain't a front runner. And that's what I love about this story. I love that the Buffaloes got buffaloed. I love that Colorado got the brakes beat off of them, that they got curb stomped by Oregon. I loved how personal it was for Dan Lanning and Oregon because not a story really gets good. Not a story really gets good. Because what I what I loved about seeing Dion post game is Dion keeping that same energy. Okay, be the same person you are in defeat that you are in victory for all the bandwagon Buffalo fans, yours truly included. Now is the time. Like, are you really a fan or were you just front running because it was undefeated? Do you are you really into what Deion Sanders is building? Not finished, not completed, but building because this is just the beginning in Boulder. Okay, this is just the beginning. Now, what I will say before I pass to you, brother Michael. What I will say is I was right about this one thing, and I said this, I don't remember if it was after TCU or Colorado State, is my concern for the players was whether they could cash a check that Deion Sanders' mouth was writing, okay? Mm -hmm. Because as Deion alluded to yesterday, or Saturday, I beg your pardon, these programs are playing him, except he ain't playing. He, right, he, he right, ain't out right. there like like the new right. Dion Travis Hunter was even injured. So even even their two way superstar wasn't out there to help out. So Dion Sanders is invoking the ire of the rest of the country. He is providing so much easy motivational and bulletin board material for superior programs who are farther along in their progression. Why well, I feel like I sound like Louis Farrakhan right now? Uh, they're farther yes. along in their progression. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then yes. Colorado is in theirs. And yeah, so right, right. this was inevitable. This was inevitable that a conference opponent who doesn't need much motivation against a, a, a fellow Pac-12 school or, you know, was left at a Pac-12, um, doesn't need any more motivation. And Dion is providing that. There's this huge target there's this there 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 people are gunning for a program that won one game last year. Now all of a sudden they're everybody's national championship game. So what happened was exactly what I thought would play out against superior opponents was that oh now we get now we get to shut up Deion Sanders. We get to shut up Shadura Sanders. They got a target on their back That's and they right. got to live with that. But this ain't the end of their story. Like I said, it's just getting good. Yeah, look, uh, the, the poet, the Pulitzer Prize winning poet Kendrick Lamar spoke about this when he said, when it hits the fan, when when ish hits the fan, is you still a fan? He said it so eloquently, and it's a good question. So if you are a Colorado fan, you should be a fan because Deion Sanders, the seat, Mike, we're not even in October yet. Deion Sanders is worth every penny on his contract already and they've just won three games, and we haven't hit October, and they fell out of the top 25. The fact is, nobody, not Sarah, not Mason, not Savannah, not Maya, nobody, not even Stokely, was checking for Colorado last year in the Smith household. I ain't checked for them since 1994. Any, or, <laughs> that's right, or any household in your in, in, within a 50-mile radius of where you live. None of us were. We weren't paying attention. Uh, uh, Kawhi Leonard wasn't going to games. The Rock wasn't going to Boulder. Uh, yeah. Various pregame shows weren't trying to set up their cameras there and their little uh, their little temporary studios. He has brought more attention to Colorado 
in less than a month on the job as a I'm talking about just a month of games than anybody has in the previous generation. That's not a, that's not an exaggeration. So Deion Sanders has done the job and what's so interesting. The reason people are going at him. They're not going at him because he's got cameras around him because everybody everybody got a coach's show. Dan Lanning got a coach's show. Homeboy from Colorado State got a coach's show. They all have their contracts. They have a basic contract. Then they have all these little perks, camps, speaking appearances, radio shows, TV shows. Everybody does. So everybody in it for the likes and the clicks. That's not the story. The story is he's doing it with swagger. He's doing it in a different way. And he absolutely, even though uh, Landing knew he had a superior team, I knew that. I knew they were going to get beat. I didn't know they get beat by 36. I knew they were going to lose that game. So Lanning has a superior team, but he knows, ooh, it's temporary. It's temporary. Ooh, there's a shift. There's a tremor. Yeah. There's a tremor. They're coming. Uh, They're coming. The col- yeah. on, on the col- yes, they are coming on the college football yeah. landscape. And he is insecure about it. And so are the others. So it's not about Hollywood, YouTube, likes and clicks and all. That's just stupid. It's not about, oh, we're about substance. Oh, they're about substance too. You're just better than they are. You got more recruits than they have. You should be better at You've this point. You've been doing point. it longer. Question is, yeah, yeah. Got more question is <laughs> how long is it? How long is it going to be there? And you know, it's funny. With Deion Sanders with the sunglasses. This is why people shouldn't get caught up in uniforms and, 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 and like, you know, the outside, the, the appearances and costumes. He's got sunglasses. He's got the chains. He's got the, he's got the rhymes. He's got all that stuff. But you know what he said? What he said, if you look it up, it's really... You know, he's basically quoting Vince Lombardi. In, in a sense, he's quoting Vince Lombardi. Vince Lombardi, a quick history lesson, then I'll let it go. Quick history lesson. Before the Packers won their first of five uh, NFL championships, four of the Super Bowls, NFL championships, before they won their first of five, they lost their first championship game. They lost to Philadelphia uh, and Chuck Bednarik. Like, last play of the game, they lost it. Mm-hmm. Lombardi goes into the locker room. He tells his team, You'll never have this feeling again. This is the last mm-hmm. time we go lose in a championship game. And essentially, yeah. Vince Lombardi in the 1950s said, we coming. He, he said, yeah. there's a seal here, it's a seal here, and we coming. So, like, Deion yeah. Sanders is just, he's just basically updating and putting a spin on what coaches said 50, 60 years ago. But you, but you know how these coaches ago. are, man. Like, anybody that's doing stuff differently than it's been done, like, you know, whether you want to call it disruption, whether you want to call it upsetting, you know, the natural order. It's like Colorado ain't done nothing in forever. Dion hasn't done anything on this level but win three games. So if you're one of these powerhouse premier programs that's been at it for a while, well, who does this dude think he is? Dion carries himself like the same dude that said to the Falcons, this is my house. I built this. Deion Sanders out here prophesying to dry bones. Deion Sanders is not just saying, not just saying we coming. He's saying, I know what we going to get to. And maybe you ain't seen it, but I already know what we going to be just because it ain't happened yet. So that that does rub people the wrong way, black, white or other. I love it because like I said, the story gets good because the haters, I, I hate to resort to using that word, but it's just, it comes easily. But, so but they are, it. but it's real, but they it's real exist. now, but it's real now. The, there the, are the skeptics, so the, the no critics, question. The, 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 yeah, and if you ain't got haters, you ain't doing it right, right? So it's like, 
you know, and that's and that's what makes this story so compelling. This would not have been the story of college football or football in general. If you if you if you if you want, if you ask some people, it would not have been that without the detractors. He has to be the polarization is what's so profitable here. You know what I mean? If everybody was rooting for Colorado, it wouldn't be as interesting. So now they the, 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 the detractors have something to, to chew on and the fans have something to chew on. You know what I mean? Like the people who are supporting him get to get to show just how down they are. Last thing I'll say on this before we move on is the Cinderella story. It didn't end at midnight. Like, I mean, I, you know, it's been a while since I've read Cinderella. It's been a while since I've watched huh. the adaptation of it, but it didn't end at midnight. You know what I mean? Like when the clock struck midnight, that wasn't the end. The end of the story. She still got the prince at the end, as I recall. So, like I said, the story just getting good, you know, Um, because they ain't even good yet. Truth be told, not as good as they're going to be. He was right when he was like, you better get me now. And I don't know if that was a 40 and slip or not, or if that's how he really feels either way. But it is about him for better or worse. And that was my concern. That was my feed item It's like I was always concerned about the bravado and the backlash that his players would get from the bravado when they weren't ready to back it up. They aren't ready to back up his bravado yet as a program. They will be in time. In time, they certainly will be. But but they but the the bravado, the last okay, just real quick, the bravado is not meant to say we're gonna win a national he's not saying it for anybody else. He's saying it for them. He's just trying to give them uh, an expectation. Their expectation before They had but, no, that cuts, they had but that no, cuts both ways. They, but that cuts both ways. They, yeah, all sure. That's what I'm saying. Sure. Okay, that's fine. That's, that's fine. I know yeah. people who come from the territory. He's just trying. Yeah. He's trying to make them aspirational. They haven't been aspirational. They haven't had goals. They've been down. Everybody's been down. The players have been down. The donors have been down. Uh, the fans have been down. But the I university. But I don't like, even they're know. not even thinking about Colorado football. But now I, they are. And I know. We, I know we got to move. I, I, I don't even know if it's that strategic, to be honest with you. And I don't mean to disrespect Dion. And it might, some of it might be what you're talking about. But I, I guess I'm not disagreeing. I'll just add to it real quick. That's just how Dion rolls. That's just how he talks in casual conversation. If he were not the head coach right. at Colorado, if he were not on television, like right. that's just how he thinks and operates and talks in whatever walk of life he's moving and operating in, whatever lane he's in. That's how he thinks. So I don't think he's sitting up here saying, hmm, I got to send a message to the team. I got to say this to get them thinking. No, no, no. He's just like, turn on, the, turn on the microphone. Turn on the camera. That's how he is. <laughs> so he just, you know, he, yeah. he's already won regardless of what the scoreboard says. Speaking of scoreboard, I give you shit Bring all the on. time for being, for being 10 years older than me. For being 10 years older than me. But even, nah. in, your, in, your, even in your advanced age... We can safely say, Michael Holly, that neither of us has seen in his lifetime the beatdown that the Dolphins put on the Broncos. You saw it. You know the score. We ain't got to tell you the stats. But in case you missed it, here is Mike McDaniel in the victorious postgame locker room. And here's a salty Sean Payton. Yo, spade a spade. That's a historic victory okay and what I want you guys to understand and take from it is it's about our standard nothing else okay offensively you put up some historic numbers today because you didn't give up about the scoreboard okay defense literally anytime that we shortchanged ourselves 
you guys came up with a play and then we piggybacked. We are just getting started. I am so proud of everyone. I want you guys to enjoy it, but keep it in perspective. It is a third win. We care about our standard and our standard only. Obviously, uh, that was embarrassing and uh, tough to watch. Aside from the kick return, there weren't a lot of positives to take from that game. Um, you know, we had our opportunities offensively early, two penalties. You know, take touchdowns off the board, and I don't know that. I think they punted one time. So, any questions? You said it's embarrassing, but this is kind of an historic game. I'm aware. Third time the team has scored 70 points over seven. What's the question? What's the question? How do you feel about it? Being I just finished telling you. Historically embarrassing. Next question. Again, it's disappointing. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm at a loss for words because I've never been in. A, I've been on the other side of some games like that, and then every once in a while in this league, you get your butt whipped. But this was more than that. <laughs> I just, have, I just have, I have Cat Williams stuck in my head, Michael. I have Cat Williams. You but shouldn't have been talking really? shit. <laughs> shouldn't have been talking. That's all I could think of. It's like Nathaniel Hackett yeah. never lost by 50. Nathaniel Hackett never lost by 50. Am I wrong? That's right. Troll. Hey, he got his, <laughs> and Hackett got his own problems, but it's time to troll now, bro. It's time to troll. It's like, hey, do a Michael Smith. That's karma. Pretend like That's call, karma. Call, call, in to, call in the local sports radio and disguise your voice as you did once. Uh, call in local radio, disguise your voice, be like, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, I'm a, you know, I, I moved to, I moved to the East Coast, but you know, I spent a lot of time in Denver, especially the last year. And I've just never seen anything like that. You know, he, Worst this guy went in hacking. History. Yeah, this guy went in hacking. This guy's worse than hacking. Yesterday was the worst coaching job in NFL history, at least since 1966. If you want to measure it based off of an opponent's hey. points. Which they could have scored 73. Mike McDaniel had mercy on him. Didn't want to put him in a record book. Yeah. Could have scored 73. In terms of points and yards, neither you nor I has been alive long enough to see a professional football team putting on somebody like that. And quite frankly, Sean Payton deserved it. He had it coming. That's and karma. He did. That's karma. He had it he coming. He deserved it. He deserved it. But I'm going to blame you. Can I blame your hometown for a second? Can I blame your hometown just for a second for Sean Payton? Because he did a great thing. We all... We know, we all know it. He did a great, a great thing. 2009, they win the Super Bowl, and Drew Brees becomes Breezes, and Sean Payton is the genius. And then with Bounty Gate, we got railroaded by the NFL. Everybody's out to get us. And so Payton was deified in New Orleans, and so his That's ego, fair. Mike, is a lot, there's, out a lot of, there's a lot of, of seven and nines and eight and eights in there. A lot, yeah, lot, yeah. a lot of mediocrity sprinkled in there. Three out of four years. Three out of four years, seven and nine with Drew Brees. Okay? I think it was three straight years, seven and nine with Drew Brees. But beyond that, his ego is out of control. Because why do you have to say this? No, this is the day we don't want to hear about your resume. You know, I've been on the other side of that. No, we want to hear about what you've been on the other side of. <laughs> don't tell me, oh, you know, I, I've been on the other side of games like this. But, uh, you know. I never, you know, no, well, welcome in. How's it feel? Yeah. I want you to sit in this. I don't want you to talk about your accomplishments, your Super Bowl, 
what you think, what you thought, and not no. And and the reporter, see, he didn't want to face it. He thought that a yeah. lot of coaches do this. Peep this after games, after disappointing games, they want to come out. They want to take away journalism. So they want to come out and make an opening statement and they think that right. covers it. Okay. Right. It's like a spoken, right. it's a spoken written right. statement. That's what it is. Like, I'm going to nah, say it. Player, and then this ain't your garden no, variety no. embarrassment. <laughs> no, we, we're taking it. no, no, we got that. some, we got more. He's like, I'm aware. Right. I'm aware. Right. No, oh no, I'm, 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 I'm setting it up. No, I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm doing my thing now. You had an opportunity right. for 60 minutes right. to do your right. thing. Now right. you would, now right. okay. Now let me cook yeah. now. Okay. Just because you did up. a piss poor job doesn't mean I have to do a piss poor job. I'm providing context, and this That's is not right. like any embarrassment exactly. you or anybody right. alive has ever faced or ever dealt with. So we gonna wow. talk about this. It's a we mess. About, like, I wonder, like. Yeah. I wonder, does he? Because guys like this, guys like this who are used to, I, I think the NFL uh, landscape for coaches is changing a bit. It's changing. He ain't going nowhere. So it, let me, let me, uh, he ain't going nowhere. That's you about to ask me? Is he going to oh, oh, last the season? I don't know. I, got, I, no, I'm going, you, I've you know this. why? You know why? I've There's, seen this. You know, I, no, well, listen, the last time you called this, Different circumstances, but the last time you called this was a certain college coach who was in over his head in Jacksonville. Okay, but it was so, mentality. It was his mentality. But, here, but here, here's what got to happen first. They got way too many fall guys. Going back to your point about the narrative and the and the deification of Sean Payton. Way too many fall guys before we get to a point where Sean Payton is gonna gonna bear the brunt of this. Despite you know his comments about Nathaniel Hackett coming back to bite him in the ass. Okay. We got Vance Joseph home home team. We got Vance Joseph on yeah. defense. We got Russell Wilson. We got George Payton. Um, and we got a whole roster of players before Sean Payton will ever with anybody anybody or Sean Payton himself will ever say, you know what? The problem is actually the head coach, you know, which we may get to that point, but I think we're way we're, we're a long ways away yeah. from that. Um, well, conversely, you know oh, George Payton, I just had George Payton, especially watch, watch your back because this is how things go down. I, I don't know if, if Payton hired him. If George Payton hired Sean Payton. Okay, you know how this goes the behind the scenes. All of a sudden Payton go go to his office that key card. What, what, what's up with my key card? <laughs> hey, hey, hey what, yes. why, why my key card not working? Oh, no, you still in the building, but you look like Sean has this office now. Your office, go down there by the uh, by the by the closet, by the utility closet. That's where your that's where your office is now. I'm telling you, a power play will happen. Sean Payton, he, he go blame somebody else. You're right, he'll blame somebody else. But I'm mm-hmm. wondering if his mentality, if he's yeah. got a pro coaching mentality after a year away from the game. Conversely, mentality, brilliance, genius. I know he hadn't won anything, but Mike McDaniel can do no wrong right now um, at the podium or on the sideline. Like it just feels like I know it's only three games and he, and he cautioned his own team to keep it in perspective, but barring injury and we've talked ad nauseum about concerns about Tua Tagovailoa, who people don't even brush up against him lightly, let alone hit him these days, barring injury and even even starting injury. I mean, they did it without Jalen Waddle yesterday. It just feels like this team is is uh, 
it's built to last. Mm. And it's just fascinating because it wasn't that long ago when they were a clown organization. You know, when, yeah. when they when they couldn't get out of their own way. And now they're having their way with the rest of the league. Like, I know can I know the AFC still goes through Kansas City. I get it. Um and I know it's early in the season. And there are, you know, there are even teams in the division, like a Buffalo, who who, who may want to have a word. But man, right now, Miami, and you know how I feel about San Francisco. And we'll get to Dallas later. But I I, I can't oh, yeah. put any I can't put anybody, anybody ahead of Miami right now, given really? how they looked in, really? three, in three games. Right now? Really? Like not just not just how they look, but like the potential, man. Like they're just so well, damn fast. They got the they six fastest everywhere. times of any recorded ball carrier. All belong to their both team. Are, they're yeah. so damn fast. Both of the running backs. Both of the running backs. You know, both of those guys just, yesterday. Uh, incredible. They didn't, as you point out, there's no Jalen Waddle. They didn't, they, they, didn't have, they have no Jalen Waddle yesterday. But they got but two. But, but Tua, like, it's not just, we don't have to qualify anything with this dude anymore. It ain't like, oh, like, if he stayed, like, yeah. it was about the injuries last year, or it was about belief with Mike, like, Tua just a, Tua's a damn good, full stop. Yeah. Nothing else needs to be said. Tua's damn good. But he's just surrounded by pick. talent. Yeah, he is, but you don't want to put, it, so you don't put Kansas City above him still? No, I'm, I'm saying right now. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm saying right now. Right, like right here, right now. Like after three games, they don't give out trophies for three games. I'm talking about right here. Like, I'm not talking about the last several years. I'm not talking about who I think is going to be there at the end. Saying right here, right now, prisoner of the moment, 70 point outing in professional football. Remember, those guys get paid too. Brian Miami is, whew, good luck. Like Liam Neeson and Taken. Good luck. Good luck slowing them dudes down. Lose by 50. Ouch. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. One anything, the fact that this is the most grand stage to ever play on, man. It really is. Yeah. People say it's the biggest stage in entertainment for the shortest amount of time. It is, right. Those 13 minutes mean everything. Yeah. It's been on my bucket list for a long time. Yeah. I've been asked many times, like, what are the benchmarks or what are the things that matter the most, I guess, to you? It's obviously mm-hmm. performing, mm-hmm. but being able to perform on that stage because so many amazing performers throughout the years have, have grazed it and yeah. did an amazing job. So, of course, the obsession of that starts, but... 
man, just the excitement in this moment, like yeah. to really be able to savor this moment. You you remember the first time you ever heard your record play on the radio. You yeah. remember the first time you ever heard your voice, you know, uh, on a on a format or a radio, right? Mm-hmm. This is like that one of those. For me. Yeah, it's That's a one of those. It's happened. This is. I'm very very happy. Nick Hamilton, you can relate, right? Speaking of radio, Sirius XM's Nick Hamilton, like it's like you know, uh, Usher at the Super Bowl. Nick on brother from another. It's like, it's, it's a bucket list item for you, right? Like, you know, we've been talking about oh. this since, since the Super Bowl, right? We've been talking about this since Phoenix. Yes. Yes, since, exactly. Since Arizona. Mama, I made it. I appreciate y'all having me on. <laughs> and uh, I'm ready. Love y'all. Uh, love you too, man. Good to, good to have you. We appreciate it. So first and foremost, all jokes aside, what do you, what do you think about Usher as a halftime act? I, I'm excited about it. I haven't been excited. I haven't been this excited about a halftime act in two years. <laughs> no, but sir, I'm, 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 I love it. I'm looking forward to seeing Usher. How about you? Oh, I'm loving it. I, I mean, if you got a chance, to, I, I got a chance to watch his residency in Vegas, man. And and, and that really? man, we already knew how special. Oh, you got to go see it. You got to take the wife. You know, you can take Michael Holly with you, man. Y'all can sit back and kick it and enjoy it, man. Is that is no, that kind of show? We could double date. We could double date. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Let me clear that up. But no, I mean, I think it's a great. I mean, we all knew how special Usher was. We all knew how how global phenomenon he is. I mean, to be on the largest stage, like you said, for 13 minutes, I mean, it's going to be an amazing time. And I'm excited as you. I mean, I love the Rihanna show last year, but it didn't have the didn't have the the energy that the Dr. Dre and Snoop you know, halftime exactly. show ad. And I think Usher is going to bring exactly. that back, especially being in Vegas and Sin City. I mean, what a, what yeah. better person to have for the NFL than Usher? Michael, the NFL so, still has not put the roots on like we've been clamoring for for for, yeah. for years now. That's that's not mainstream enough. But how you feel about Usher, Mike? No, it's good. I, I, I'm I'm with you. Uh, I'm excited to see it, but I I do have questions uh, for both of you. I'll turn it back around. Because uh, are, are we good now with with the NFL? Because before some, when we, we were in the Kaepernick days, nobody really wanted to perform. I remember Rihanna saying, "Why would I do that?" Uh, a few years ago, and then she came back and did the show last year. And some critics said, "Well, wait a minute! Didn't you say you didn't want to do the Super Bowl show because of your issues with the NFL?" Are we past that? Because I haven't heard anybody talk about it. Are we past mm. any kind of? Uh, NFL, we don't like the way you're Depends doing business, you any kind of pushback. They still, I mean, listen, they still got people who don't watch the NFL, not just because of Kaepernick, because of Brian Flores or black coaches or lack thereof. So you got a lot of fans yeah. who just don't fool with the NFL in general. Specifically as it relates to celebrities, I think you heard Usher kind of talk about it. And, and, I, and I don't think it's limited to celebrities, Nick. I think it's just, I mean, people in general, hell, I, you know, I'm part of the Thursday Night Football telecast. It's like, mm-hmm the most watched program and therefore the largest platform in our popular culture is the NFL. So yes, there is something to be said 100% for taking that stand and saying, I will not be associated with it. But on the other hand, there's something to be said for taking advantage of the NFL's platform for your own benefit. I don't think anybody questions Jay-Z or Beyonce for that matter or Dr. Dre, or Rihanna, and questions their principles for having used this platform for their own benefit and for the advancement 
uh, of their work and their art and their art. Does that make sense, Nick? Yeah, absolutely. And I think also, too, you have to look at, I think you can separate it, too. I think people don't want to watch the game, but most of them tune in for what? The halftime show. The NFL had to realize, listen, we're not getting the clicks. We're not getting, you know, with, with Toby Keith and no disrespect to him, but we're not getting those clicks like we get with hip hop. Hip hop is the most influential, is the most uh, uh, billion billionaire plus culture uh, that we have in the genre. You can't sell 80 to 85 percent of stuff without a hip hop influence to it. And I think the NFL realized that, which is why one of the reasons why they partnered with Jay-Z, Rock Nation, Jesse Collins Productions, because they were like, look, we got to get these clicks. We know how much hip hop is influencing, uh, you know, just races, cultures, backgrounds. And we need those clicks because the NFL is still about business. They're still about money at the end of the day. So it's the, it's the smartest move they can make. And I think everybody tunes in for the halftime show, even if you don't watch the game. Yeah. When that, when those lights get dark, everybody gets quiet. Probably the only thing that I'd be more excited about. No, I'm kidding. I, I don't even I don't even know her music like that. I'm just joking. But if they, the, a, a, a even bigger deal is if they landed Taylor Swift because I'm going to tell you, man, like, I, I'm not a Swifty. I'm not into Taylor Swift. I mean, I, you know, I've heard some of her stuff in passing. And honestly, I'm ready for this moment to pass. I've already had enough, Nick, of hearing about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. It is like, it is. it seems to be, okay, I, maybe that's just me. And I, cause maybe it's because I feel left out, Nick. But I, I think it's because, I'm, I'll be honest, probably because I feel left out, Nick. Because it's like, I just don't know her music like that. I'm not checking for her like that. And so the idea of her dating Travis Kelsey, I'm like, yeah, good for him. But like, I feel like I can't escape it right now. What am I missing, Nick? Is it just, is Taylor Swift just like that? I need to get with the program or what? I mean, I, I'm like you. I know a few Taylor Swift songs because you hear them in passing, whether you out there shopping with your wife or your girlfriend, you go into these department stores, they yeah. have it on some one of her songs on rotation. So you're going to hear some of it. But at the same time, I think it's a brilliant power move by Travis Kelsey because what better way to up your stock when it comes to notoriety and to get people with the Swifties to really know who Travis Kelsey is, even if they don't make it. Hey, look, it's six months, eight months, a, a year with with. Taylor Swift, if you're Travis Kelsey, your stock is rising. Now you just got to build off of that. So I think it's right. more of a power move than a relationship move. Well, see, I, 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 see, to me, I think, but the relationship, you said the power move, you're right, Nick. But the relationship move, there's inspiration for, for single <laughs> brothers out there. Man, look, look, this is what Travis Kelsey did. I know he's famous. I got it. He shot his Travis shot. Kelsey. He shot his shot. But that's right. That's what he said. He, he shot. It, it, it was manner. This is manifesting. This is manifesting. Yeah. He's like, look, yeah, I, 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 we can be friends. Hey, you know, you know, brothers all trying to. Hey, hey, listen. Oh, you shut me down. Why can't we be friends? You know, the idea is like, <laughs> I ain't trying to be your friend. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to be an intern. I'm just trying to get in the door. I'm trying to get in the door. So Travis Kelsey got a little friendship bracelet. Bracelet had his number on there, and he said, I would love to hang out with Taylor Swift, and it happened. There's nothing wrong with asking. So what? You get shut down. So what? Just go ahead and try. Yeah. Travis Kelsey did it. And somebody else out, is real. out there saying, what's he have that I don't have? Courage. Right. Courage. That's what he got. Yeah. Courage. Well, yeah. Well, hey, listen. Go ahead, Nate. Courage and a bank account. That those are the two things that that courage and a bank account. She don't care about that. I'm she about to say Travis Kelsey ain't got nothing no, I'm about to say. Like, ain't got like she ain't winning for the money. Hey, or the fame know, for that I, matter. Like, I mean, you know. Like whoever Taylor Swift dates is like she's she coming down from on high to date him, whoever it is. That's right. You know? Not not but but to Michael's point, Travis Kelsey can't think like that. 
Travis Kelsey ain't think like that. That's 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 big up to him, you know. Well, I'm sorry, Nick. Go ahead. I agree. No, no, I'm saying I agree. I mean, I think there's two Travis Kelsey's though. There's mustache Travis Kelsey and there's beard Travis Kelsey, and we know the, <laughs> what, what Travis Kelsey likes. Let's be clear. Yeah. We talking about serious yeah. relationships. We've seen yeah. his menu. Taylor Swift yeah. wasn't necessarily on the menu. Just gonna say. Fair that. enough. But so, and there's two sides to this too. You're right about that. Travis could either, if he don't do right by Taylor, he can make a lot of enemies. On the other side, if it goes well, but it's not forever, bro, it's like, you're right, his stock went up both in terms of mainstream media, but also in terms of like, he, he gonna have to, what's, 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 what's my, uh, what, what's the line from the best man, Terrence Howard, he gonna need to catch his mitt? I'm just leaving it at that. He gonna need to catch his mitt. When they'll play in space, <laughs> he gonna need to catch his mitt. Uh, let, let me move on before I get in trouble. Uh, so Kansas yeah, City yeah, might yeah, be yeah, at the Super on. Bowl. Taylor Taylor Swift might be at the Super Bowl cheering on the Chiefs uh, as Usher performs at halftime. Uh, this time last week, we thought that the uh, the former home of the Chiefs, Dallas, home of the Cowboys, might be opposing Kansas City. Arizona had different ideas. Here's Dak Prescott, who might tell me, tell me if y'all think he's if he blaming the media with, with these comments, uh, you know, from his press conference. Here's Dak Prescott. Y'all put us on top of the world. Um, we knew we know who we are, um, and, and in that same sense, I'm sure the media got got what they wanted. Uh, for us, um, it hadn't been but one one undefeated team in this league um, ever, ever. So. Uh, yeah, it, it sucks. It's humbling. Um, but to say it's a wake-up call, we, we knew we had a lot of adversity, um, and we just, just didn't get it done. And I think it just goes back to, to myself, the offense, and, and the red zone. So, I mean, we get better at there. We win this game. Okay. All right. It's not, it's not as bad as I thought at first. Okay. Like, Y'all put us no, on top bad. of the world. Oh, and, stop that. Uh, no, but he did say, but he did say toward the end, he got, he got better at the end, he did say, we knew there would be adversity. They put them on top themselves on top of the world about 70 to 10 over the two New York teams. Some people question whether they were that good to begin with. Let's be fair, Nick. Let's be fair. There were people, fans and media, who were like, hey, they're not 70 to 10 good. They just beat two struggling New York teams. So you can't then say that they're not that good and then go when they lose to an Arizona team that had been very competitive in those first two games, even though they lost and then say, see, the Cowboys are frauds. Which one is it? Were they not that good to begin with, or are they frauds? They don't, those two things don't go together. I don't think they were frauds. I think, first of all, for you to blame the media, in the words of my man, Bomani Jones, that is some suckerific activity. Because there is no way you can blame the media when your intention is to make the Super Bowl. This is, quote-unquote, America's team. Your owner made sure with through, through media, through other channels of advertising, made sure that this team was going to be as competitive as possible. We know how great their defense was, even before the unfortunate accident and injury that happened to, to Trayvon Diggs. But our question was never the defense. It was never even the running game. It was always... Is Dak Prescott going to lose you games? Not so much win you games. Like we talk about Tua or Justin Herbert or other quarterbacks like that. Is he going to lose you games? Can he manage games enough to get you to a W? And unfortunately, you lost to a team that is trying to tank on purpose. Uh, that's what no, makes it oh, worse. Oh, no, see, and that's the issue. That's the issue. They're not. 
Arizona told everybody to take that tank and talk somewhere else. Because if you watch them in the first two games, they were right there with the commanders. They and hard. they led the Giants. Say hard. what you want about the Giants. They're a playoff team from a year ago. They were up 20 to nothing on the Giants. They're a couple of plays away from being 3-0. and Like, Arizona is not as bad as advertised. And Dallas, and, and Nick, I agree with you. And at first, it did sound like he was blaming the media, but there was the, he doesn't make the power rankings. They beat who was in front of them. But everybody knows, Michael, and you and I talked about this last Monday. And even Jerry Jones, again, in fairness, did say this. Jerry Jones was like, yeah, we've started off good before. Everybody knew that to Nick's point just now, Michael. 2-0 don't mean Jack and Dallas. It was about yeah. where they're going to be right at the end of the year. And they were, I'm not making excuses, they were down several offensive linemen and Trayvon Diggs, and they ran up against a team that's better than people may realize, Michael. All right, yeah, a team, a team is better than, than people uh, may realize, but still, it's Arizona. Arizona is, is fighting for respect in the regular season. They're fighting for regular season respect every week. Hey, put some respect on our names, and we, we may not even make the playoffs but we'll be there. We'll be fighting. We're trying to reestablish our culture, all that kind of stuff. That's who they are. Got it. I respect it. Dallas is playing for something bigger. And sorry, Dak, you are blaming the media. You can't just dip into that, you know, dip your toe in the water, then jump back in, jump back out like that old Eddie Murphy Saturday Night Live uh, thing with James Brown. Hot tub. You know, dip in the water, dip back out. Hot tub. No, no, you in. Look, you mentioned it there. You mentioned it because it bothers you. And if you're not up for that, you're in the wrong place. In Dallas, every year, this is going to be the expectation. That is the number one sport in in, in the whole area, Dallas-Fort Worth area. The number one sport is is Cowboys in season. Number two sport is Cowboys off season. That's what it is. So, Stop with the, oh, you guys put us up there. You are fighting to see if you can get to the next level, not if you can beat the Arizona Cardinals, the scrappy, improving, uh, you know, better than you think Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, they're better than we think you su- you're supposed to beat them. And part of the problem supposed to. is Dak Prescott. Yeah, you're supposed to. You're supposed to. Yes, you're supposed to. That's the game you're expected. You're expected. You're expected. You have to expect it from yourself, not the media. No. We talk about the media. But suppose, hey, I, okay. How do you not I get the expectations? Hey, you're I get the up. expectations, but they get paid too. They were, I mean, and I the, only, all the people that rolled we over like dogs with Denver. <laughs> I know, I know. But Mike, we just talk, we just talked about Miami and Kansas City. Right. Yeah. If Miami goes to Arizona, what do you expect to happen? If if Kansas City goes to Arizona, what do you expect? San Francisco. So. You want to be if you want to be on that level, you want the respect. No, for you sure. You got to no, go in for there. Sure. For sure. Nick, all Nick, you get the last word before we go to break. Nick, all I'm saying real quick, Nick, is that there's the favorites and they were favored and you're supposed to be the better team. But we, one thing we know about this league, man, is it's like it, who, who knows what's going to happen. Like I I just don't know that we can say that Dallas should have. They could expect to win every game, but that Dallas should have beaten Arizona because that's disrespectful to Arizona and this game that we talk about all, all the time. Anybody can beat anybody, Nick. Go ahead. Oh, that's true. Anybody can be anybody, but also like Michael, like Michael Holly said, you know, you have a level of expectation. Like, you're supposed to beat the Arizona card, right, because of what they're doing. There's no Buda Baker. There's no uh, uh, the quarterback is not playing. I mean, they, they have so many guys calling out like they, you know, like they, they call it in like, the, like it's the blue flu almost. 
I mean, the problem is we know what they're, whether they say it or not, we look at your actions, not so much your words. And that's why I said what I said earlier. And when you're the Dallas Cowboys and there's a level of expectation on you're supposed to be certain teams, just like when you talked about, Michael, when you talked about the Miami Dolphins, you talked about the 49ers, you talked about certain teams that are, that are, have a level of expectation because we watch how great they are, whether on one side of the ball, if not both sides of the ball. And Dallas is one of those teams with that defense, especially with that running game. You got CeeDee Lamb, who's an absolute flat-out stud. Why would you not expect Dallas to beat Arizona? Now, if Dallas lost to, like, a New England or a Miami Dolphins team, who would be talking about it as much? It's the okay. Arizona Cardinals, the JV team of the NFC hey, West. Hey, man, that's my that's my, that's my my preferred franchise mode team, okay? Let's just take it easy on, on, on the Cardinals. Nobody's going to remember this. If the Cowboys do any, whether they were 2-0 or 3-0, point is nobody was going to remember what Dallas did in September because all we care about is what Dallas does or doesn't do yeah. in January or as it were in February. Way That's to come right. through, Nick. We appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you later. Be good. All right. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Thank, thank you. Word about the bear. Um... Because, again, and not that I thought they would be a playoff team, but I thought they would take a step forward. Instead, it seems like we're seeing regression. Like, this is how it starts. This is how it goes with, with, with young quarterbacks. Out goes one coach, okay? And then another one comes in, another regime comes in that didn't draft you. And they say, okay, we're going to commit to you, though. And then you struggle. And then it's like, okay, now it's CYA mode. And you don't take that step forward. They go out and they get you a, a wide receiver, the caliber of a DJ Moore, and you don't hit the ground running. N literally, you don't run. Like what he did great last year was running. We're not even seeing those explosive running plays from Justin Fields. And I'm not saying it's all Justin Fields. The coordinators bear some responsibility. You know, the team, the offensive line, yada yada yada. But it all. But this was about Justin Fields progressing. Instead. He's, he's looking like Mac Jones last year and regressing. Mike, that was me last week, and that was before the week from hell in yeah. Chicago. I'm no longer worried about Justin Fields in particular. I'm now resigned. As in, there is no turning this around in Chicago. I have Geno Smith on my mind, as in I hope that his career, that he has a career resurrection, a renaissance somewhere else. I just don't see it happening in Chicago. And if I'm wrong, it ain't happening anytime soon. It's going to get worse before it gets better. I know they got Denver this week, but it's going to get worse before and if it gets better. I, I just I just don't see it happening for this young man in Chicago at this point. 
Yeah, and it's, it's weird. Like every team, and we, we're going to talk about it again this year. We talk about it every year. Um, that there are going to be some bad teams at the top of the draft. Hey, who's going to get Caleb Williams? Who's going to get Shador Sanders? On and on, like there'll be another May, quarterback yeah. that we're not talking about right now that we'll be talking about come draft time. But every franchise, and, and look, I'm not saying I'm, I'm taking sides. It's, it's a big picture because, look, I'm not, you know, I'm not rooting for the Bears. I'm not rooting against Matt yeah. Eberflus. It's just the, the, just looking at, hovering above Hallis Hall, which is kind of dangerous these days, hovering because yeah. things go down there. Things be yeah. happening around Hallis Hall. I don't, you know, that, that's a bad neighborhood. You don't want to hang around there. But it, hovering above every franchise is not equipped to handle. A young quarterback, they they want they all want them. Every quarterback that doesn't every every franchise that doesn't have a quarterback, they all want one, but they don't all know how to do it. And and maybe Justin Fields can't play. I don't know, Mike. I was gonna but say. I, I was gonna it. say. Uh, he, right. I don't he know. Has, also hasn't been put in a position to succeed either. But he, he, but he may not, not be able to play. This this culture has not been yeah. uh, nope. conducive to any good. Whether it's Justin Fields, if, if it were Trevor Lawrence, anybody else, this culture has not been conducive to it. And they got to take a hard look at it because you made a joke that day and and uh, and we both laughed about it, but it's kind of right. And you said, hey, they haven't had a quarterback since Luckman. Sid Luckman. Yeah. So y'all don't know how to, like historically, many coaches and general managers have not understood how to develop a quarterback in Chicago is crazy. So uh, I'm with They've you. Been I'm resigned to it. Yeah. S- same thing in New York. They've been trying and trying and trying to be patient with Zach Wilson. I'm not even a Jets fan. I got no skin in that game, but this is torture for me. Here's Robert Sala trying to put on a straight and happy face as best he can. Uh, has Zach shown you enough to keep him as the starter? going? Yeah, forward? he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Why is it so definitive? Uh, Right now, Zach is the best player in the. um, He's who gives us the best chance to win, and um, you know, so that's basically that. That would be the cleanest answer I could give you. The best chance to win. So if that chance is minimal, I guess compared. I mean, yeah. I mean, technically, he's right. On their roster, he's who gives them the best chance to win, even if that chance to win is not great with him at quarterback. It's like, how can can how are they gonna endure this for another season? Remember last year when it went south, it was it wasn't like you didn't have a previous year to reference, and it just it wasn't this early. Like I can't imagine 14 more games of this shit. <laughs> and I'm not a uh, Jets right. fan. I just uh, I, uh, it just it's just it's bad. <laughs> That's right. But let me ask, but, but let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. I'm, I'm yeah. going to two birds with one stone. What's worse if you're a sauce gardener? Watching Zach Wilson be your quarterback or watching the opposing or having the opposing quarterback literally hit you in the nuts? Like it's, yeah. it's like you get you get you get gut punched by your by your own quarterback, and then the opposing quarterback does that. What's up with Mac Jones? Yeah, yeah. and Mac Jones, yeah, hey, you know what? And Mac Jones standing there with some dirty stuff. Well, not, he, he is. He's dirty. Some dirty stuff. You know his his nickname. His nickname Ask is Dirty Matt. Ask Brian Burns around yeah. there. Is it? He's Dirty Matt. Ask Brian Burns about Dirty Matt. Dirty Matt. Like so, I still think as bad as that because nobody, you know, nobody wants that to happen to them. Sorry, Sauce. 
but it's still worse watching Zach Wilson. It's not often that I go to sports divorce court. I'm on my way to sports divorce court. Irreconcilable differences. Me and Zach Wilson, it's over. My friends tried to tell me this uh, relationship's was, not good for that me. Should, they tried to tell. They pull. They pull me. They, lots of conversations. Hey, let me talk to you in private. Hey, come over. Let me holler at you for a second. Let me take you out for breakfast. Let me have Bobby, a drink with you. Shout out to uh, shout out to Bobby Caldwell. My friends wonder right. what is wrong with me. <laughs> yeah, wondering, that's right. What is it that you you've been riding for Zach Wilson since BYU? Or, <laughs> oh, Bobby Caldwell or Bobby Blue Bland. I could do bad by myself. <laughs> and so the Jets, yeah, you mean to tell me, Robert Sala, seriously, you said it's the cleanest answer, but is it the most honest? You mean to tell me the best opportunity for the New York Jets in 2023 is Zach? That's the best. That's your best chance of winning. It, you can't do better with, seriously, I'm, I'm serious. Carson Wentz, not that he's great. Nick no. Foles, not that he's great. I think you can do better, Zach Wilson. And so it's up yeah. to Salah. He's got realistic, the, the realistic year, options. The realistic for the options, second I'm year not in a row. Sure if they are, not to think about. Yes, it. they are. Yes, they are because they can do things. They understand their limitations. Zach Wilson yeah. doesn't understand his limitations, and he hey, doesn't have quick, instincts. He has no hey, instincts. Hey, real quick, you know who does? You know who got one? And we'll have to talk about him another day. Texans got one. Texans got one. Stroud, CJ Stroud, they got it. Oh, they they got they got oh. them one. They got them one. As a, oh, as, I, I was on Stroud too. Right. I was on Stroud. Hold on, hold I on. I didn't go to the Ohio hey, State University. Yes. As one writer, as one writer once said, "Tell me more." <laughs> the longest field goal ever attempted is seventy-six yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also seventy-six yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal. And when you gamble, betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. <laughs> hey, you're a McDaniels guy. Why are you boy out here kicking field goals? In that situation, I understand the logic. I understand it, man. Fourth and four. Do you? You know, you still. Yeah. Hey, listen. Three timeouts. Since so you got two minute warning. Come on, come on. You know, you make the stop. Okay. So if you don't. So if you don't. So if you don't get it, you get. You make the stop. Stop and get the same touchdown. That's not as bad as Brandon Staley. I, and I like Brandon Staley a lot, but like you do shit like that in Madden. In Madden, you go for it on fourth down, up four at your own twenty-four yard line. Man, you punt that ball. You gotta punt that I know, ball, I, man. You, he, I mean, he's he lucky. Yeah, he just does some crazy stuff on fourth down. Crazy. At least he on brand with it. He consistent, like Dion. Consistent. I guess. <laughs> on brand. That's what you don't want to be on brand. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal 
and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.